no matter if like I have the expertise or not, just like defining the training structures that we need to do to be able to become experts. You can only become an expert by doing things. So I'm in continuous growth. And that's what we focus on, the excitement of the journey and that learning curve. Welcome to Fascinating Entrepreneurs. How do people end up becoming an entrepreneur? How do they scale and grow their businesses? How do they plan for profit? Are they in it for life or are they building to exit? These and a myriad of other topics will be discussed to pull back the veil on the wizardry of successful and fascinating entrepreneurs. My book, Relentless, is now available everywhere books can be bought online, including Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. Try your local indie bookstore too, and if they don't have it, they can order it. Just ask them. The reviews are streaming in, and I'm so thankful for the positive feedback, as well as hearing from people that my memoir has impacted them positively. It is not enough to be resilient. You have to be relentless. You can go to therelentlessbook.com for more information. Thank you so much. Karen Height is the co-owner of Height Digital and Operations Director at Master Packards. She and her husband started their digital marketing agency, which is one of the first, if not the only, franchise model digital marketing agency with now over 19 franchise locations in the U.S. and over 170 employees. Their mission is to generate 1,000 jobs in Nicaragua through their agency, Inner Circle, and various businesses. Now let's get right into it. Yeah, so our company was founded about three years ago, and our focus is to help agency owners just really scale and grow without the obstacles that we face in the day to day whenever we're alone and we don't know what to do. Like to have a full resource of people and tools and resources that you can connect with to overcome those obstacles and move from like step one to step eight in this process. So our goal is to just empower, to impact positively, to be a source of knowledge and just help to make this an easier path for everybody. So when you talk about agency owners, who specifically, what kind of agencies? Yeah. So we work with digital marketing agency owners. So anybody that's doing services like PPC, SEO, websites, branding, it sort of changes depending on who you are, TikTok, whatever that may be. How about ChatGPT and all AI? Oh my goodness. That is like the hottest. It's <laughs> lately, so hot. Right? Everybody's like using it a hundred percent. I think like ChatGPT is like a great tool to like help you provide, you know, the services at a better level, just in a way quicker way. Yes. And I see a lot of new job titles and new businesses being created. It's as if AI just appeared on the map. It didn't. I've been using it for years, but man, ChatGPT and their PR agency. Okay, we're going on a whole different tangent. <laughs> but so one of your businesses, and I'm not sure if it's this one, made it on the Inc. 5000 list in four years. Yes. Okay. That. that is our agency. We're actually an agency owner. So the reason why we created you know, our mastermind and even our Costa Rica event that we have every year, it's focused on our own journey of finding out how difficult it is to be a business owner first off. And then obviously digital marketing just adds a little bit more of complexity to it, right? Because you're constantly having to learn something new. There's stuff changing in Google every time new rules to the game. So it's not like you can like, oh, this is how I install roof, you know, like or whatever. No, it's like this change 
changes every time and it gets more and more competitive. So our agency was started five years ago. We are a franchise model. So about two years, a little, a little bit over two years, we changed to a franchise model, which is one of the first, if not the first agency that is franchised in the US. And we got to 25 locations and more than like the success, I guess, that you see when you think about in 5,000 agencies or businesses that are making that list. I think the impact and the commitment that we have today is what really drives us. And for us, it is to make a change in Latin America. I'm from Nicaragua, as I was mentioning. And for us, our impact is so much greater in Latin America by connecting these two cultures, by servicing our clients in the U.S., but doing it with amazing people and very qualified people from Nicaragua and all of Latin American countries. So yeah. Did you start out on year one thinking, okay, we're going to build this company and we're going to make it 5000 No. When we started our agency, we were really just wanting to pay for my daughter's delivery. And I was seven months pregnant and we just decided to start business from scratch at that point. So honestly, I was just more excited about like being able to afford you know, some things that were like crucial at that time more than anything. And it has been something where we had an experience in a previous agency and we knew what it felt to have a different type of ownership and leadership that what we are striving to do today. So our goal was always to like, how can we, putting ourselves in the shoes of our teammates, how can we be those leaders that we hope we had back then, right? So it has sort of like transformed. We used to do white label, then it changed into a franchise. I don't know what we're going to do next, but it's kind of interesting to be in this journey because I feel like it continues to change and you learn a lot every year. There's something new, a new pain point, a new like area of like, wow, I'm like really strong here. Just continue to figure that out as you go. How have you used your Inc. 5000 Entrepreneur Honoree in marketing? How has it changed or advanced? I'm also three time in a row Inc. 5000 recipient and very heavily involved in their master's group. And I've really utilized it. How have you used it or not? Yeah, it's very interesting because in some ways, I think it's like, oh, one of those shiny objects in terms of like metrics, right? Like, okay, like you're measuring that. For me, I measure more of our success in a way because of our commitment, I guess, and because of our purpose, more of like how many jobs I've generated. To me, that is more impactful than like being on the list. So we do use it. I mean, we have it on our website. It's in the batch out there. It does create authority for you 100%, right? Like, you know that if you went through that, there is at least some knowledge of like what businesses in order to like make it to that list. So there's definitely a lot of authority built from this type of words or recognitions. I don't know, maybe I could be using it in a better way. I'm always, like- yeah. Sounds like some people are on the list and do nothing with it. Some yeah. people are on the list and utilize it to its nth degree. I'm wondering this. Okay, note to self to ask Inc. to maybe do a list of top jobs created. Right? 100%. But then, that would be amazing. Right now, there's so many people doing contract in 1099 in addition to full-time in the US W-2 jobs. Yeah. So I'm wondering, are most of your employees, not your franchisers, but your employees, yeah. are they on payroll or are they contractors yeah. for you? Oh, no, they're 100% on payroll. We offer benefits even like scholarships to their kids for school. We have a nursery here. We take them every year, them and their families to Costa Rica. We all go there to get. So yeah, we're definitely very much invested. Yeah. How many employees do you have right now full-time? 
So overall we have, so like with our franchisees and all the team, we have about 200. So we have 25 locations and most of our teammates are in Nicaragua. Yes. So a little bit above 150 or so. Yeah. I'm wondering, since you're supporting other agencies to be the best that they can, their competition to you, how do you differentiate and separate yourself and not go like throat to throat trying to get the same client? Yeah. So with a franchise model, I think it's very cool because you can do the locations, right? When it comes to other agencies outside, I'm honestly a firm believer that somebody that will buy from me probably is not going to buy from you, right? Like if they're buying from me, it's because they know who I am. I'm my main differentiator in business. I mean, like, for example, we have our event in Costa Rica is for agency owners, for everybody to be able to connect and learn from each other. And, and like, not just your franchisers, any yeah, agency no, owner, any agency owner yeah. is open to the public to come to Costa Rica. Like our speakers are John Maxwell, Sarah Blakely from Spanx, her husband, Jesse Itzler. Okay, so we're talking about really big speakers. You must have incredible yes. sponsors because they are not inexpensive. Yeah, they're not inexpensive. We actually have only, I think, five sponsors that we like. It's a very weird event. It's like a big stage because there's like a lot of people like that, but it's only 250 people. So it's sort of like a mastermind on steroids. Like you're actually hanging out with these people. It's the coolest thing. I mean, I'm obviously biased, but I think it's the coolest thing. It sounds um, amazing, but your sponsorship, I'm assuming, have to be really big investments into. No, you know, it's a regular sponsorship, about 25, depending depending on what you're doing, 25K. So, and that includes people to like, like your team to like come, you get, you know, like a bunch of like perks and then obviously your brand everywhere and you get a speaking opportunity as well. So that our sponsors, the main thing is that they are speaking too. Right. So they get to be on stage with these amazing people. So it's like a no brainer. It's a branding and like for your company and for yourself. As yeah, Jesse's one really of cool. my favorite speakers. <gasps> Just off the charts, fun. And so good. Right. Oh my goodness. They're last year he made us try. Yeah. Oh, he spoke last year. Great. Yes. Have you ever thought that you should write a book, that you should write the story of your life to help other people learn from your experience? Please go to memoirsherpa.com and learn how I can help you write, figure out your publishing path, and market your story, your memoir, to a bestseller status. So my next question was going to be about the Commitment Summit. So let's talk about that because putting on a summit, an event is a whole different hat of skills. <laughs> my core business is in events and entertainment yeah. production. I can't oh, imagine most people I know working in digital marketing, being able to pull off a summit. So tell us all about it. I totally agree with you. It is one of like the hardest things that we've done, just like the ticket selling and like the energy that you have to have to like host everybody like not freak out before you go on stage. It's like so many emotions. I'm actually speaking on this specific topic in other summits and presentations because I truly believe that events is like one of the best ways to be able to connect with the right people, your people, right? You can create that bond and that relationship. So I'm like sharing everything that I do at our events because we have a mastermind. We also host people here in our offices that agency owners are wanting to like grow and scale. So like we do like small, medium, and I guess larger events like this, and even though it's still like very small, 250 people. But I do agree, like just having done the agency and then going into the event that was a wild ride like there's so many emotions and what I think I've learned the most out of this is that you need to be able to first off like focus on your audience if you can give them the best experience possible then that's it it's worth it and not focus too much on yourself because at the end of the day like they are the ones that matter the most 
that is a very good lesson on ego. Like forget about yourself. This is not about you at all. It's not about you. It's not about getting more sales. You have to really focus on all of the things that maybe your competitors want and need. And that's wonderful. Are you using an outside agency to help you with the event? Are you doing it yourself? So we have amazing help from, I don't know if you know her, Deanna Rogers. She's like an event. She has a mastermind with Damon Johns and pretty amazing lady. So if you don't know her, like you need to meet her. She's the coolest. She supports us in like this type of like bigger events. She has done events like traffic and conversions in the past and other some sort of like bigger, way bigger events. And that's how we got two hours because we met her and she's a dear friend of ours. But yeah, like we couldn't do this by ourselves. That said, I think our team has honestly like just pulled off an amazing, like, the, I don't know. We were blessed with an amazing team that's just ready to like take on challenges. Yeah, anyone can do it. You just have to focus, learn on the job, also be able to do the rest of your job and not burn out, right? (laughs) Yeah, a hundred percent. Burning out. That's a whole podcast right there. It really is. So my company just did an event last week for 1200 of our clients and prospective clients. We do it every year. Oh my goodness. Wow. I was begging my team not to push it to like, because I was like, listen, this is great. We're going to do this event. But then if you're like dead at the end, how is that going to help anyone? Yeah. As the boss owner, right? CEO, founder, I'm like, please like speak up. Tell me when you're like at the end of your rope, because nothing is too important to compromise your health and your sanity. Okay. Thank you for letting me talk about that. Wow. Yeah, um, no, it's so true. I think your event is in June. Is that correct? Yeah, it's on the 19, 20, and 21, three days in Costa Rica. So we're like at a retreat. <laughs> Great. We will make sure that that's in the link and this show yeah. will air in time for people to be aware of that. So what is your current strategy for growth with your franchise model? Not thinking about what mm. you're going to do next, because I don't know, yeah. neither one of us know, but do you want more franchisees? Are you capping it? But within that, those questions, what are you really doubling down on this year for yeah. growth? That is a great question. If you had asked me this question last year, it would be a complete different answer. Right now, honestly, we're doubling down on continuing to build the foundation. So like this year, actually, we're not selling more franchises at 25 in two years. That has been like crazy growth. And what we've found is that the more we grow in terms of client and franchisees too, more opportunities, again, that we have, but also more obstacles that we're facing, right? So we need to be able to be, I'm very, we're very focused on stability. Stability is like the word for us. And we want to do this for the long run. I don't want to create a business just like, okay, now I'm selling it and like, I'm gone. I really want this to be of impact just because of our commitment, right? To where we're at and create opportunities that are stable for people. So yeah, right now our focus is to hundred percent, like work on the areas that we need to work on just because as in a massive growth like that, just you have to continue to work on the processes and systems. What are those challenges? Are they systems and processes, design and marketing, Hmm. human resources? I think a little bit of everything, honestly. But what I've found that one of the biggest challenges that we face in the digital space is leadership, the right type of leadership. In order to grow, you need to be able to have people that are ready to step in, ready to take on and trickle down the values and information that you want to have trickled down. So just coming from COVID, right? Like we spend a lot of our time virtually. We actually came back to the office. We're testing how that looks like. We might go virtual again. We're just trying to figure out what's the best angle for our business. And I think you have to like look at business as like an ever-changing, evolving thing. And you're just there to 
obtain data, understand it, read it, and act upon based on that. And so that's what we're doing. We're excited. I think like this is the right focus for us to be able to get to 50, however many current TCs we're going to get eventually. So I have a friend who has a food truck business and his Hmm. big launch after he won a bunch of television show things that he did, I think it was the great food truck race. Anyway, he was going to then franchise and it's a huge laborious task, at least in the US. Yes, it is. Who helped you with that? How did you find someone? And please do not tell me you did it all by yourself because (laughs) (laughs) no doubt it, but. We had, I think, some lawyers that obviously helped us. You have to like get some pretty good lawyers for the franchise model to be able to support you on these things. But honestly, besides that, we did it in our own. The whole structure, like setting everything up, we had the opportunity of like, obviously, we're like servicing agency owners through the through the white label experience, but that changes, right? So, and we're still like growing in two years. We're a baby franchise, right? So like, we're still working on our processes and making sure that it's scalable to like even other numbers of people that I've mentioned. But I think so far, one of our things that we're the most proud of is the type of product that we're able to get, like the way that we're able to deliver things and the results that we're giving for people and that we continue to improve every day. I think that's, and more than that, I think like the willingness to, make everything work no matter if like I have the expertise or not just like defining the training structures that we need to do to be able to become experts for the end of the day you can only become an expert by doing things and so there's always that I was not a franchisee before now I'm a franchisee now I need to learn about this so I'm in continuous growth and that's what we focus on the excitement of the journey and that learning curve for more information go to the show notes where you're listening to this podcast Want to know more about me? Go to my website, officialnatashamiller.com. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you loved the show. If you did, please subscribe. Also, if you haven't done so yet, please leave a review where you're listening to this podcast now. I'm Natasha Miller, and you've been listening to Fascinating Entrepreneurs. 